My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 134 of The Kate Show. And today, we have something super exciting to talk about. We are talking about how to grow your professional organizing business. Now, as a professional organizer, you are eyeballs deep in all things systems as you develop ways to organize and sort your clients' spaces. But how are you organizing your own business? Do you have processes in place that streamline your client process? create a great client experience, enhance your professionalism, and just focus on the internal workings of your business, you know, the part that actually makes you money. If you feel like your business needs a little help leveling up in this area, you are going to love today's guest. We have Jen Obermeyer. She is the founder of the Pro Organizer Studio, which is a business and design resource for professional home organizers. She has a podcast and she coaches organizers all over the world through her signature program, Inspired Organizer. I was super excited to connect with Jen and have her on the podcast because this is kind of new territory for the podcast, for the Socialite brand as a whole. And as we are now working with organizers and helping them set up sales funnels and giving them all the things that we've been offering the rest of the home industry for several years now, I wanted to have someone who specialized in the business side of running a professional home organizing business. Because it's one thing to be good at organizing. It's another thing to be good at business. And in order to succeed, you have to be good at both. And not everyone is born with the natural business acumen. And that's totally fine because you can learn it. So get ready for a great conversation with Jen and stick around until the end because she does have a specific offering for all the professional organizers listening that is going to completely transform your business. All right, guys, let's dive in. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Kate Show. I am here with Jen Obermeyer. You heard all about her in the intro. And Jen, I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for coming on The Kate Show. Absolutely. I am so thrilled to be here, Kate. Thank you for having me. Well, you are most welcome. And the reason I wanted to have you on the show is because you are a coach, but not for everyone. And I love it when people are not in business to serve everyone. You have a very good niche or niche, however you want to say it market (laughs) with professional organizing. So as we get into this, could you just explain how you ended up in the professional organizing industry and how that led to being a coach? Absolutely. Well, first of all, I I go with niche. So that's the fancier version of of niche. Yeah. And this is the very niche industry because I mean, overall worldwide professional organizing is still not really very well understood in the mainstream as a thing in general. So it's a really, it's a, it's a really interesting industry to be in because there's lots of different types of projects, but really, you know, over the past couple of years with Marie Kondo having her book and her Netflix show come out, people are just now sort of figuring out like one, that they can hire somebody to come organize their house and two, that they can be a professional organizer. So My journey in this started six years ago 
long story short, I really just wanted to, I, I wanted to have my own business more than anything. And to be honest with you, I probably missed a calling in interior design like earlier in my life. And I just thought, okay, what's the quickest way for me to just be able to like work in gorgeous houses all day and like really feel like I'm hands-on and helping people. And when I found out about professional organizing, I thought this is perfect. This is the way my brain works. I don't feel like I'm particularly gifted at decorating other people's houses, but what I'm really good at is helping them get rid of stuff. <laughs> so that was kind of, you know, what the light bulb moment was for me. And so I launched my own business where I live in Greenville, South Carolina in 2014. And, you know, to be honest with you, I was also still side hustling, doing many other things. Uh, my kids were at younger ages then, so we weren't totally in like full-time school. So this gave me the flexibility to really do the things that I wanted to be able to do for my kids. So fast forward to about 2016, I, uh, like I said, I'd only been in my business for a couple of years, but I had had some seasons of it where I was doing it, what you would consider full-time, like daytime hours, and then other seasons where I, it was really a nights and really mostly weekends type of thing. So I had had some experience kind of scheduling it out in some different ways. And I just kind of noticed like some of the things that I was doing in my business as far as pricing and selling and how I was running the projects were different than kind of the main advice that you would find at that time from Googling how to start an organizing business. So as history goes, I sort of launched another side project, which was Pro Organizer Studio, which today just like it was when I launched it four years ago, it was a place for me to just sort of like, I thought if I can help one other person sort of figure out like the business side, then I will have fulfilled my mission. So now I have this really as my main thing. And that's how I became a coach is having a business resource for professional organizers. I have never, ever tried to teach anybody how to organize other people. But when it comes to organizing the back end of their business, that was really where I found that my strength was. I love that you saw a need and then you just decided to be the solution. <laughs> well, it did not. I really wrestled that with that and like scrapped the idea like a hundred times. But then I thought, you know what? I just exactly like you said, I thought I I'm going to make the thing that I wish would have existed when I started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I have yep. a very similar mentality in business. And I do think that's why, you know, as humbly as I can say this, you and I have been able to make a name for ourselves because we have the niche and because we are fulfilling yeah. a need. And mm -hmm, that is something mm -hmm. that I try to drill into my listeners at least once every other week. <laughs> like, you Absolutely. have to fulfill a need and you have to know who your ideal client is. And it sounds like in your situation, you were your own ideal client, which is super convenient. Yes, that is absolutely true. So what sort of struggles were you hoping to and now actually helping people with, I mean, you said that it was kind of based on your own struggles as an organizer and more so the business end of it. What exactly does that mean on a day-to-day -day basis? Like what struggles mm -hmm. were you having that you can now turn around and say, I, I'm an expert at this and I can mm -hmm. help them with X, Y, Z. Okay. Well, let's see if I can boil it down to just a few things because <laughs> there, there are so many and it honestly starts at like step zero, which is the decision to even launch the business. That is one of the primary problems that a lot of people have when it comes to organizing because 
is kind of this perfect storm where you combine something that is a skill that you don't learn in school. Like there's no degree for it. It's kind of like something that people consider more of like a personality trait almost. And so they struggle with the idea that they would even get paid to do it at all. Right. So you have that problem, but then you also have the, <laughs> it's kind of ironic actually, but um, what I found when I was researching you know, when I was launching my business was the amount of information that is out there about starting a business is kind of like cluttered, messy, hard to read, hard to understand. And I just thought, oh my gosh, like this is way more complicated than it needs to be for people who are in the organizing profession, like they have certainly made it just about as complicated as humanly possible Amen. to understand. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> and so, and then thirdly, on top of that, so you've got the sort of the idea that it's something that you're not sure you can even charge for to begin with. And then B, once you start looking it up, it gets really overwhelming. And then C, if I had to just pick one third thing, it would be that organizers tend to have, obviously the reason why they're drawn to the profession is they're sort of like, they're very aware of their own environment. They really attend to details and perfectionistic to an extent about their own experience. And they truly do want to help other people. But that perfectionism keeps them from doing the things that like a lot of, you know, I'm just going to put all other entrepreneurs like in their own bucket because with starting a business, you got to sort of like make mistakes, keep moving fast. Like don't worry too much about the details. And that's like literally the antithesis of what most organizers are comfortable with. So those things, and then when, once you start getting into like the actual topics of branding and figuring out your pricing and, and the sales piece and the marketing piece, like I help people with all of that, but it sort of begins with those first three things, which are kind of the primary issues that keep people from launching and definitely keep people from moving forward when it really my message is, is it doesn't have to be so hard. And I kind of like show them like, here's the right rules to break. Like, it'll be okay. You know what I mean? I like that. The right yeah. rules to break. You know, yep. it sounds a lot like you're talking about failing forward mm -hmm. and done is better than perfect. I mean, obviously we all want to do a good job, but if it's to the point of the perfection paralyzing us as business owners, that is such a huge problem. Absolutely. You mentioned that it's really become so needlessly complicated for organizers to start their businesses. I know that when I've done Google searches on starting professional organizing business, aside from your company showing up, which is perfect, means your SEO is awesome. <laughs> what I found was a lot of very generic and general information that honestly, yeah, it is confusing because they're not giving you step-by-step -step actions to take, do this and then do this. And you're going to have these mindset issues to so work through that. Is that something that you find people coming to you with, like, I'm confused, I'm lacking confidence? I know you said that some people have a hard time believing they can even charge for mm -hmm. these services. Mm -hmm. So what mm -hmm. kind of mindset issues are you seeing a lot of these new organizers going through? That is a really, really good question. So yes, I mean, to answer your question, well, first of all, thank you for the compliment on the SEO. We really try, like, that is something that I've invested a lot into because I do want to be found by the people who are looking. And even now, four years into this business, like, you know, I look at my own content and I wonder, is this too overwhelming now? Because we've published, <laughs> like, we have a lot of blog posts now. We yeah. have a lot of podcasts now. And it's like, I never want people to lose sight of like, here's the three basic things or whatever. I always like keep trying to remind them. 
So yeah, so the mindset, yes, I have been told, somebody will say, I've been wanting to do this for 10 years. I've been wanting to do this for 20 years, but I never really felt confident or felt like I finally could just do it until something that I said just struck them the right way or, you know, and I don't take all the credit for that because I know that people aren't ready until they're ready, no matter how, how encouraging and motivating I try to be. But yeah, there is a piece about the confidence around understanding, first of all, like that, yes, other people will pay you for this and it's not your job in life to be everybody else's <laughs> professional organizer for free, which is not surprisingly, a lot of organizers were in professions before they start this where they are sort of doing organizing as part of their job, but it's not something that they're being directly paid for. They're, they're just sort of like that go-to admin assistant or the teacher that's like always just super like color-coded and they just enjoy it. And so the mindset of, can I really make a business out of this? I mean, that's the big thing. And then once they can see in detail, like, yes, I'm going to help you understand who your clients are, what they're needing and like, what is their mindset? So once an organizer can understand that not everybody else is like them, and that not everybody has the same skill set that they do. They're like, oh, like once they finally start to value themselves, I think that's the game changer. Mm, you know, that is huge because mm -hmm. when I was first getting started in business, I've always been a writer. I've got like a book published from when I was uh, a teenager. And I used to think, you know, everybody can write. Well, then I got into oh, business yeah. and realized that a lot of <laughs> people hate writing. Write. <laughs> <laughs> people hate it. So like, I, I sympathize with these new organizers who are like, but how can I possibly charge for this? The thing is, like, I was just thinking as we were getting ready for this interview, man, I need a professional organizer. Like, if anyone saw my too. pantry right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there is a good and growing demographic who will gladly pay top dollar for professional organizing services. I know that the first time I was really introduced to it was through an Instagram influencer, Mallory Irvin, and she hired the home edit to come mm, to her mm -hmm. home. And I was just like, what magic is this? Like color coding, it just looks so pretty. And I hope that for all the organizers listening, they can see how desperately their services are needed. And to have someone who is passionate about organization is huge. I would rather have someone who's passionate about it do it than someone who's just like, I have to cross this off my to-do list. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think there's one common trait um, among professional organizers everywhere is that they pride themselves on not being easily scared. I mean, because we're really talking about a very personal service. Like you're coming into, or like, let's pretend I'm the client. And I would totally be a client because I see the value of it all day, every day. But if I'm inviting somebody into my home, I'm thinking really hard about, okay, they're going to see things and see the way that I really live. You know, are they going to, the questions that clients are thinking of, like, are they going to judge me? You know, I'm a shopaholic or I've got this, like that one closet where I've shoved everything into for 25 years. And so it's the trust factor is the huge, huge piece of it that I teach people how to communicate your trustworthiness through everything that you're doing so that you do establish that with the clients and they hire you and then they refer you and they're just like, she's amazing. She's a superwoman. Like that's kind of the momentum that you want to have going. But to have somebody come into your home the first time, it's a huge leap of faith. Huge. And we're not even, of course, like right now during the time of COVID and quarantine and all that, organizers are still busy. I mean, if there's not a legal like shutdown order in a particular area. I mean, the experience that I've heard from my audience 
is people are still moving. Like they still have to pack up their houses. They still have to move. They have to unpack. Their homes are like chaos now because where maybe they used to have sort of systems established. Now everything's up in the air because kids are sort of like not at school all day. And it's like, yes. okay, wait a second. We just have to like reevaluate everything. So the need for organizers has certainly not gone away just because people are spending more time in their homes. I actually think it's gone up because people are realizing how important their home life is. And then to go back to what you said a minute ago, the beauty of it is hiring an organizer is literally like hiring a personal trainer to come and exercise for you <laughs> because, because that would be awesome. <laughs> yes. It's like, yes. Can you please come and like lose the weight and do the diet for me while I go do something else? And that is like the magic of, you know, leveraging someone who loves to organize while they focus on other things in their life that are just as important or even more important. The idea that somebody would pay top dollar for that is, is not surprising at all. Yeah. And I'm so glad because to your point earlier, professional organizing as a career or as a business is a fairly new thing. I mean, home staging is, you know, it, well, there's a slight bit of crossover as, as far as the approach, but that's an extremely new industry. And I'd say organizing is even newer. So mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that we're having this conversation and just reminding people that it is like it has growth potential. This is not just a phase. And interesting to hear about how COVID has impacted that because I have heard the same thing from a lot of my interior design listeners and members of the vault. They're just like, if they did have a slow time, there was just pent up demand. And then as soon as restrictions were lifted, it was like all chaos broke loose. (laughs) Phones ringing off the hook. I hate my house. I'm stuck in it. Help me. And it's actually a good time to be in the home industry. It's a good time to be starting a business in the home industry. And that's just the silver lining of this whole Mm -hmm. mess in my Mm -hmm. opinion. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, and I was going to say too, and with organizing, I love your experience. I just have to laugh because with your first experience being with the home edit, they definitely have this like social media presence and this Instagram aesthetic that like would not have probably even been a dream of kind of the the original sort of group of professional organizers who established the industry and were really focused on coaching their clients and teaching them skills and working side by side with them. Organizers still do that, but there's a whole other segment now that I agree with you is more new where people are like, I don't really want you to teach me how to be more organized. I just want you to come and do it for me. And then that's where you get people like the home edit who can come in and just do this like huge makeover, looks like super Instagram worthy and all that. And it's not like every client is necessarily like that, but there is so much more to it now where people care about the aesthetics of their organization, not just that things are in boxes and bins, like they want it to look cute. So there's a huge crossover, I think, obviously between interior design and also home staging. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like sister industries at this point. Absolutely. Now, switching gears just a little bit, I am curious about the different types of ideal clients or niche markets. I'm always going to say niche because I'm from Wisconsin. This is just how totally. we talk. <laughs> <laughs> so how can professional organizers figure out what their specific market is or their unique offering? You know, Their USP, basically, unique selling proposition mm-hmm. for those listening. Because Mm -hmm. it's one thing to say, well, I organize things. 
And who do you serve? Right. Anyone who needs organizing. And it's like, right. oh, that's not quite going to serve you well. So what do you say to those people? Okay. I love that you asked this question. This is the whole reason I have one main program and it's called Inspired Organizer. And this, your question speaks to the name of the program is it doesn't matter what your organizing philosophy is or who, like what you want your specialty to be. All of it can be successful and valid and keep you motivated and keep your fire lit and inspired, obviously, as long as you're fitting it into or like sort of using the basic framework of all the business things that I teach in the program. And so, so I, when, when we're talking about different types of niches or niches, a couple of things that I ask people are consider, first of all, there's some like different categories of niches, I think. Definitely, there's a lot of organizing philosophies out there. So a lot of people right now, especially, are very into KonMari. You can get a KonMari certification. That obviously is sort of its own sort of specialty organizing path. But even if you aren't certified in the KonMari method, maybe that's something that you sort of tend to use with your clients. Like we're going to decide, does this item spark joy? You know, that's kind of her key question. And then you have other organizing philosophies that are much more systematic or sort of traditional, like declutter, sort, purge, organize, repeat. So it can be an organizing philosophy that is sort of your niche. And so therefore you attract people who are into that particular framework. Or it can be, I say, it can be a type of room. Like I'm going to be the closet girl. I'm going to be the garage girl. I'm going to be the person who helps people with kids' playrooms and like homeschool areas. Those also can be niches. So a type of room can be a niche. And then also I think a type of person can be a niche. Like I work with women who have experienced the loss of a spouse. That can be a niche. You can say I work with seniors who are downsizing. That's a huge, huge niche that is not going anywhere. So thinking about the type, yes, the type of person in itself can be something that you sort of specialize in because then say that mom that's got young kids, she needs help in a lot of areas, but you're really, really good at understanding her life and everything that goes into managing home. Also, not only homes, but offices and businesses, that's a whole nother niche too. So you have people, I mean, honestly, I think even people who do, my experience is that even people who do sort of advertise that they have one specialty, the great part about it is you don't have to be married to it forever, but that is the way that you get your foot in the door. Because say you start working with, somebody who just needs a home office done and you're like, okay, great. That's my specialty. You come in, you get to know them. You start to hear about what else is going on in their life and in their home. And now all of a sudden you are contracted now to do their entire home and like do ongoing maintenance packages. Awesome. Right? So yeah. So when I'm giving people advice, I'm really saying like, what is it that you want to create content around like, i.e., what are you willing to talk about all day long? If you think you're going to get bored of talking about closets in a couple of weeks, then maybe you shouldn't be that narrow. But if you want to get like the big celebrity closets and that be your whole specialty, like go all in and go for it. So for people who need a little bit more variety, I would say maybe don't pick like just one room to be your specialty, but there's no end to the combinations of things that people can do. And oftentimes the niche itself for some of my students is that they have decorating experience or they used to be an interior designer and now they're transitioning over to mostly organizing or vice versa. So sometimes the combo of those two is actually a great niche because then you can say, hey, what makes me stand out is 
I have an eye for blending in organizing solutions into your home, and I am not just going to get you like the cheap Dollar Tree bins. Mm -hmm. So would you say, and this is just me kind of thinking out loud here, would you say that there is a correlation between the more specific your branding is, the more specific your specialty is, and the prices that you can command from that? That is a really good question because I thought you were going to say how quickly you can really fill up your client roster because I do <laughs> think, I think that you can get jobs more quickly when you have a specific niche. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree. The pricing, I would say probably too. I think once you're really good at something and once you're known for something, you're going to be able to be more direct about knowing, for example, let's go back to that garage example because that's not as sexy, right? But if you're the garage organization specialist, you're going to know better than every other organizer in town that only does a garage a couple times a year exactly how long it's going to take you, exactly the supplies that they need. And so I think what you can say is, hey, with me and my package, you're getting probably getting the job done quicker. This is my exact expertise. And so we're not going to be wasting your time and then therefore money on aimlessly kind of trying to figure things out, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. So, So yeah, I would say I would say the efficiency involved in having a niche can help you raise your prices. And like I said, obviously help you get your foot in the door for other types of projects. Yeah. I know a lot of people in the home industry, when they hear me talking about having that target client or that specialty project or what, whatever you want to call it, they're like, well, I feel like I'm going to alienate people who don't fit into that mold. Yeah. But yeah. exactly what you're just saying, it doesn't alienate people. It just makes them as the business owner stand out and it helps to even generate some organic publicity because now you are the lady who does the thing instead of the Jill of all trades. A hundred percent. And you know what else happens is even other organizers or other interior designers, when they have a huge project that they want to get done more quickly and they're like, I hate paper filing. I need to call the office specialist, you know, Mm -hmm. then they can like pull you in as part of the team on that project to get done quicker too. So there, I mean, I would say there's no end to the benefits of being known for something, even if that's not the only thing that you ever do. Right. Now, another question that I did not give you any forewarning of, but I have been, (laughs) I have been curious, are there any professional associations or networks for organizers yet? Yes, there are. Okay. Um, there is a National Association of Professional Organizers, shorthand NAPO. They've been around for quite a while and they have various chapters in different states and cities and how active they are really depends on the metro area that you live in. So, And they have their own, you can be a professional member and then they have their own training classes. Like if you just really want to start from square one, how do I organize for somebody else? I would say maybe going that direction is a little bit better. Like I said, my whole focus has always been on the business side and helping people cut to the chase and not feel like they're wasting their time, like with outdated methods, if you will. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if I were about to start my career in professional organizing, which I am not because I'm kind of disorganized, (laughs) terrible, uh, I would definitely be starting with your course because if somebody listening right now has the talent, they have the passion, they love to organize, that's great, but we do not build businesses off of passion and talent alone. And I have seen so many businesses struggle and the business owner get even less confident as the years go by because they never got a handle on the business side of things. So in your course, Inspired Organizer, can you give just like a brief rundown of 
what people can expect? I know you've mentioned a few things in passing, but like, what are the mm-hmm. first few things that when someone signs up, what are they being introduced to first? Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, first things first, you get introduced to a community of other organizers, which is huge <laughs> because it's a can be kind of a lonely job in the first place. Plus, on top of that, you have like your friends and family who are like an organizer, like what? Like somebody's going to pay for that. And so to have somebody who just even a group of people who understand and we match like accountability buddies and that kind of thing, it's like, oh, having a friend who like already speaks the same language is just, that's a huge thing. So we encourage people to get started with that right away. But once they're diving into the content, I'm very strategic in terms of, I do want people to choose wisely. They're what we're talking about with the fact that this is primarily an in-person service means that if you live in small town, South Carolina, kind of like I do, you have to choose the parameters of like who you're serving and how far you're willing to travel and what your packages look like differently than somebody who is in New York City and has every client they would ever want like a few blocks from them, right? So going back to the niche thing we were saying, I was saying you can afford to be like super, super specific when you live in a big city and then maybe be a little bit more general when you're in a smaller area. So that's definitely something for people to, to consider, but I really help them dive into how to learn about their local market instead of just like taking a stab in the dark. And then we start going into branding and going into what it means to have a brand that is communicating a luxury service and not just speaking like walls of text and information at people about, here's how I can help you. I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. I'm like, nope, mm-mm. We're here to make people's lives more simple, feel more calm, and you got to start at square one with that. Like it's in the way that you present yourself online. So we really hit that hard at the beginning. And then as they're moving through the course, it's the process. We walk through what is the process from pulling somebody out of that blue ocean of leads and getting them specifically interested in you and your service and going back to that trust thing we talked about a few minutes ago, establishing that trust and then what it looks like to make the sale, everything that goes into that. I have a very specific pricing structure that I teach. I teach package pricing, whereas a lot of the, like we said, kind of mainstream stuff that you can Google out there is about starting at the bottom with the hourly pricing. And I'm telling you, that is the fastest recipe for burnout for professional organizers because this is a physical job, you know? Mm -hmm. So... So I'm really helping them get money in the door and then you can like have the money to level up your branding, like level up your marketing. And so making smart decisions, obviously with the money that you're making is going to help you move faster. And then we finish out the program with, well, that this is the big top of the mountain is all of the marketing stuff. How do you get, now that you know how the entire process works, how do we pour gasoline on this fire and get as many clients as you want to get? You know, this course, it reminds me of Marie Forleo's B-School, but this is going to be more helpful because it's industry specific. And the only reason I say it's similar is not, I mean, in the, like the highest of compliments because Marie is just- I take it. Oh, I take, that is an amazing (laughs) Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. Because you cover the things that actually matter and you're not just being, again, general. I just, I cannot stand things that are general and broad. It just Mm -hmm, drives mm -hmm. me nuts because it does not help people. And you said that you even cover package pricing. 
And Mm -hmm. I can already hear my listeners like, what? Like their ears always perk up when we talk about that, whenever we have a coach on who talks about it, because pricing is hard. It is Mm -hmm. difficult Mm -hmm. and people get their emotions tangled up in it. Yeah. (laughs) And I like that you are approaching it like no nonsense, no BS. It's just, you know, goodbye hourly rate. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because otherwise we're always going to be trading those hours for dollars. And how on earth are we supposed to estimate how long something's going to take when we're brand new? I just, I don't know how anyone could do that and be successful and be profitable. Oh, I completely agree with you. And on top of that, the thing that most people don't stop to ever consider is when you're working with disorganized people, guess what they're going to say at the beginning is, oh my gosh, I am going to need you forever. I cannot wait to have you over at my house like every day for the next, you know, or once a week for the next six, six weeks. That's what we're going to do. Well, guess what happens when you don't do package pricing is you, you know, you're like, oh, I'm so excited. I got this new client. I'm going to have this like ongoing job. And you book out all this, you make all this space in your calendar. And then what happens when they flake out, which they will, because they have the best of intentions, but if they don't have accountability through paying for a package, and then of course you can adjust as you go along, then you're giving away all of your time, but you haven't been paid for it yet. I mean, I'm telling you, there's so many frustrating things that I feel obviously very passionate about solving for people in the organizing industry, because it's so unique in its challenges of not only marketing and making the sale, but then actually finishing the project that you guys start with at the beginning anyway. Right. And marketing is just the beginning. And a lot of people find that to be the hardest part, but I don't think that it is. I think marketing is another thing that's been way overcomplicated. And obviously that's why you and I are doing what we do. Just try to bring simplicity and peace to the chaos. Yes. So somebody listening is like, all right, I need to stop messing around with my organizing business. I know that some people are going to want to be like, I want to work directly with Jen, but can you tell them how you do work with people? Yes. So I am a certified business coach. However, the first thing I will tell you is that the Inspired Organizer program has, if it doesn't have every single answer already ready-made done for you. I would be shocked at this point because uh, I've been running this program for almost four years. We have a very lively, engaged community, and it's almost like just this magical library of all things that you would want to know about the business. So it's going to be your most cost-effective way to get up to speed on exactly what I teach and exactly what my philosophies are. And then from there, I usually will work with someone one-on-one if they want to kind of dive in deeper with me on a particular project that they're doing. Certainly over the last several months, I've had a lot of organizers doing more online aspects of their business, which they may have had that on their list before COVID. And now it became a little bit more exciting to them to to finally like break into. So yeah, so usually when I'm working with somebody one-on-one, it's more around kind of a next step project for them, but just to get the business launched. I mean, you can't, I personally don't think you can do better than joining us in this community and in this program. I would agree just from hearing about it. It sounds like that's going to give them exactly the foundation they need so that when they do speak with you, they're all cut up to speed and it's not like you're starting at the very beginning. Exactly. Yeah. I'm all about efficiency and effective like leverage of spending some money on a program at the beginning. I mean, I personally 
buy courses like I buy snacks. Like I'm just like, okay, when is it time for the next one? You know? <laughs> I like that. So, and, and so I see the value, but I know when people are starting out a business and they're a little nervous about jumping in, but I want this program to be like the easiest, like no brainer ever, because you're investing in learning, not only how to sell organizing packages, but how to have sales conversations that don't make you feel gross, you know? And so you can take that with you the rest of your life, no matter what business you're in, not to mention all of the other skills that you're going to pick up along the way. Mm, I love it. So what can people do next? Like where do they go to sign up or get on a waiting list or how does that work? Yeah, absolutely. So the business is proorganizerstudio.com. We have a, there's a very easy menu link separately to inspiredorganizer.com where you can enter in your information and get taken to your next steps to check it out. But even if you just want to learn a little bit more or just sort of immerse yourself in the possibility, I ha also have a podcast, quite simply, it's called the Pro Organizer Studio Podcast, and I share all kinds of things. I have interviewed tons of organizers that have all different types of specialties and experience in the business. We talk about marketing. We talk about mindset. We really cover a wide variety of things that I think are really interesting, of course, in the show. So that would also be a great place to start and just to like get your feet wet and learn a little bit for free. Yeah, I, I really like your podcast, by the way. I have listened to it. Thank you. And I was attracted especially to the one about email marketing because that's what I do. And right. when I was like, I wanted to have you on the show. I already knew that. But I was like, let me just see like what her take is on all of this. And then when I listened to that particular episode, and I don't remember which one it was, it was like we were the same person. And I was just like, <laughs> what? This is amazing. So I just want to assure my listeners, you go over there, anything that you hear, I can pretty much guarantee there's going to be a lot of congruency. And that means that nobody's that's a good, getting confused. That's a good word. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm sure you and I, having experienced some of the same things and just having a passion for wanting to make it simpler and more mm -hmm. fun, that you find, we probably find a lot of the same shortcuts in business and in life, which is, is always good. Yep. I mean, are they shortcuts or are they smart cuts? I'm not. Oh, I sure. <laughs> yes. You, you couldn't have said it better. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This is incredibly valuable. You are offering so much to so many people that, I mean, this is not just going to change their businesses. It does actually change lives. And I know that because mm -hmm. oh, absolutely. Our, our lives are wrapped up in our businesses. It's just the way it is. I completely agree. And, and I too, I sometimes stop to think about the impact of not just, I get the, I'm blessed with the opportunity to speak to a large group of people, but each one of those people, organizers, they're impacting their clients' lives. And if I'm like a part of their story, awesome. I just want them to feel ready and to feel confident about getting out there and helping someone really, really move forward in their home, no matter what the project is. But when I think about the far reaching effects of their success, I have such a heart for my home and for other people's homes. And so helping create some peace in someone else's home, how that impacts their children and then their future. And then the way that they approach life and their work, I'm like, wow, it's pretty amazing. So I couldn't be more grateful that you had me on today. Well, thank you so much. And what you just said, I just have to say one more thing. What you just said, is the embodiment of a why in business. You know, mm -hmm. we're always told we have to find the why and everything you just yeah. said, like that's your why. And I'm sure that's the why for a lot of organizers and designers yeah. listening. Oh yeah. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Kate Show. And don't forget, you need to go check out Jen's podcast, the Pro Organizer Studio podcast. And make sure you connect with her. Check out her course. Please take her course. You know you need it. We'll be back at you next week with more. Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com, where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.